And now, coming to you from San Francisco, Los Angeles, and points around the globe, Giant Bomb at E3 2015. Awesome Walker, I just saw Dark Souls 3. You, started, you saw Dark Souls 3? I saw 3. Dark Souls 3. You didn't touch it? No, I saw it. Okay. It Tell was me played before me. Live, not, uh, did, not yeah. a video. Yeah, so I walk into the room and uh, and Miyazaki was standing at the podium. So that was like, it's like, all right, you guys are done with it, right? You got the guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, going into this thing, it was kind of like, yeah, is he, is he actually directing it? Is he too busy running the company now? But there he was. Did he um, say stuff? Did someone else there talking? Uh, he, they had a presentation. They okay. went through slides. It was very stilted in Japanese. You know, it right. was very kind of here are the pillars of our design philosophy. It was very so. Good. Was it big picture stuff? Nebulous and abstract. Kind of... Yeah, but then they just also played it for twenty minutes, okay. so it was a lot easier to glean stuff from that. But uh, tell uh, me about Dark Souls three. So the story revolves around the Lord of Cinder. Does that ring any bells? You're a Dark Souls guy. I am a Dark Souls guy. That's making me think of like some characters in Dark Souls one. Yeah. Um, some like big big picture. Yeah, so that could be a new name. I don't know if that's something. At the very me. least, it's it's evocative of like the Fire Lord and yeah. like some other major. There's lots of characters that have to do with with things that are hot. Right. In, uh, absolutely. In so, so on top of that, uh, one of their like aesthetic philosophies with this is uh, like not just bleak. But like withered beauty was the phrase they okay. used, which is you know that's kind I've of heard like, that. That's the aesthetic of all of this stuff, right, you know. Right. It's like Bloodborne and all the other Dark Souls. It's like, but Bloodborne was even different there because like it, it did get a little more grotesque and a little more yeah, horrific and Lovecraftian yeah. and Gothic, whereas right. whereas like Dark Souls has always been like, oh yeah, I could imagine a time when this was really pretty. Right, like Honorlando, right. like yes. that shift in Honorlando. Yeah, so they're going one. they're going for that again, you know, kind of like former beauty falling into ruin. But but as part of that, they kept referring to like oh you'll notice uh, you'll notice kind of a what's the word they use like a dim a dimmed sun off in the mm-hmm. distance like they kept referring to the sun being like right reduced right and that made me think of all the praise the sun stuff all the know, praise like, the sun like, stuff like, and they, like they didn't make a big deal out of it but the way they kept saying could you it, see it yeah in, I mean it's just the, you know it's behind clouds it's very right, dingy and right. dim but I, I, I mentioned to you the other day that people compared this a lot to the, the manga Berserk which is like a big so uh, was the character Guts from Guts that? is from they mentioned Guts at one point Did in they? this presentation yeah so I'm not a big berserk guy. Yeah. I've seen a couple of episodes of the anime and like right. read a little bit of the manga, but like right. the eclipse is a big thing in that. Sure, sure. And, and so the dim sun definitely yeah, feels they, like they're they kept, running with some of that inspiration. Right, especially, yeah, like you said, with all the, the, the ways the sun is, is involved in yeah. various covenants and such. Yeah, um, yeah. Were there, did they talk anything that specific, like covenants? Like? Not, no, not really, but uh, but it also made me wonder, because the press release for the game, when they announced it, says that it's the last of the series, or right. it's the final installment in the trilogy or whatever, yeah. so I don't know if they're going for some overarching like conclusion here that's going to tie all the games together or that whatever. That would be cool. But, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm a big Dark Souls fan, but also I'm a big whatever those guys want to do yeah, fan. Totally, so like, totally. do something else cool, yeah. you know. Yeah, and like Bloodborne obviously shows that, you know, that, that formula transplants yes. into another setting really well. But, so that's uh, a question I had, was like, you know, in in a lot of the the press about uh, Bloodborne going into it, they were like, "Listen, we're, this is not Dark Souls. This yeah. is faster. This is you no know, shields to hide behind." Yeah. Did they acknowledge that they'd done that? Press no, tour like they, at all? Even, they even kind of dodged most like Bloodborne questions okay. because they were like, oh, "We don't want somebody to get mad at us or whatever." Yeah, sure. But uh, this is Dark Souls. Okay, shields are a thing. Shields are back. Shields, shields are prominently are featured. Uh, there's no quick dodge. It's you know you're back to the roll. Okay. Uh, it seems like equip load is a thing again. So they did this with Bloodborne last year, and then again here they turned the entire UI off for the E3 demos. Okay. Which is weird because like that's where a lot of the information is. Yeah. So I can't say for a fact that stuff like equip load is still there. You definitely didn't read any item descriptions. No. Well, so the, that's the one thing the pop-ups. Uh, oh, okay. Give you that, but uh, so 
I guess I'm trying to think. There's a lot to, to, and to, yeah. to cover here. Okay, what sort of weapons? I would say, was it yeah, sword so, and shield? So, Is that well, what? I was going to say, like, you know, the, the main complaints about Bloodborne mechanically were that it kind of reduced a lot of the, the combat options, you know, like the the range of viable builds was, right. was drastically limited or at in least, comparison to Dark Souls. So. At least, like, other builds didn't open up until late right. in New Game Plus right, or something. Right, like, you've already beaten the game at that point. Like, so this is going to in the extreme opposite direction. Like, not only did they say, like, we'll have just as many weapons as we did before, but every weapon has, like... They didn't. They they really danced around this feature. They didn't kind of. They didn't really characterize exactly how it works. But every weapon has almost a different stance or a different like mode. I guess is the the way to, to describe it. Like for like, like a, a rapier, for like a smaller sword, it was you went into ready stance is what they refer to for that one where you'd kind of hold the sword up level next to your head. Right. And that would give you, like, different attacks you could go into than if you were just okay. had, like, normal sword and shield stance. So maybe there is, uh, like, some, oh, we learned some interesting tricks yeah. from making Bloodborne where the combat can be more right. interesting, the combat can be more dynamic or, like, yeah. modal. But it's not, but it's not, uh, like, it's not ready stance for every sword. Like, for a great sword, I forget what the term was that they used, but it was a different, different uh, entirely another, different, right. but, you know, it was just another modifier, effectively. Right. But, like, um, not just, oh, now I'm holding with two hands. Right. That's oh, what yeah, the old it was, thing it was, was. outside of that, right, yeah, your, right. your character assumed a very different posture. Um, I'm into that. I actually, I would, I would almost liken it to the transforming weapons in, in Bloodborne. It's just you've got two very different styles of use for this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, on the greatsword, when you went into your other stance, you did like this kind of, it was like a four-second attack animation. Like you kind of really heavily step into a shoulder charge. Ooh. This is hard to visualize. I do the shoulder thing, and then you bring this greatsword around into like an upswing. And he used it when he was fighting this knight. It was like this really heavily armored guy. And it like literally him launched up? him into no, it didn't oh. just open up his defense. He literally launched him bodily about like ten feet into the air. That's some like devil may cry. Yeah, shit. it was a really weird thing to see in the Dark Souls huh. game to see this head, this bulky enemy like being airborne. Um, another, so they, they they went through two or three different builds uh, in this demo. Another one that they did was like a. a super lightly armored, you know, so this is why I think Equip Load is back, because right. this guy basically was wearing rags and uh, was moving super fast. They they said, Miyazaki said that he didn't go into detail about, like, oh, you'll have to be wearing super light armor for this or whatever, but he did say there are options for making your character faster than in previous Dark Souls, and in, in that case, it looked a little bit more like Bloodborne. Right, like, a little like, faster. Kind of darting, or, kind of right. do the back step and, and, and uh, like a lot more nimble kind of style of movement, but uh, were there backstabs? Yes, okay. yes, yeah, repose, straight parry, up. backstab, okay. all that okay. stuff. Yeah, he just circled behind a guy and backstab right. at one point. That's totally there. But uh, so this 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 more nimble character had a short bow, huh. uh, which is kind of like a single a single hand bow. Okay, but you don't have to aim. You don't have to you like just like fire it. Yeah, you don't have to go through the, the protracted like pulling the string back kind of process. Like you could literally uh, mix. Like quick arrow shots with sword, sword slashes. Like you could actually go back bow left hand, kind of like that, or short yeah. bow left hand and then sword. So, in the so right this guy hand was very, very nimbly dodging around this guy, like taking shots at him with the bow, and then also moving in for slashes. Like it, it seemed, they didn't show any magic, but it definitely seems like they're right. They're very much trying to expand the range of, of combat options. That sounds like really even, good. Even over two, which already was kind of dizzying in the amount of right uh, different weapons and stuff. Is there any other uh, like big picture like ideas that they gave about what the what the game is like, or any sort of like big pillars that they were trying to hit? Not really. That was that was those were the main things, like expanding the combat options. Mm-hmm. Um, they said they want to make the world feel more expansive, although to me it looked pretty similar in scope. You know, like what, you were, were kinda, what were the environments like? It was. It looked very. It reminded me a lot of uh, Undead Bird from the first Dark Souls. It was a lot of kind of castle walls and, and parapets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
trying to think what else was in there. It looked really nice. I would liken the fidelity to roughly the, the level of Bloodborne. Okay. Um, they emphasized, like in their presentation, they said, like, oh, we'll have a lot of wind blowing and cough, cloth blowing in the wind and cinders in the air and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, a lot of the stylistic stuff that Bloodborne had. Yeah. Um, torch. Um, Cast shadows. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, they, they seem to make a point of including a completely dark room they could walk into with this torch. I mean, Bloodborne had it, so yes, you kind yeah. of, you know, you could assume they've mastered the tech already. <laughs> but uh, um, the torch does not have a time limit like it did in 2. Okay. And you just have it, and it's just a light source. I mean, you're still, you know, obviously you're kind of... You're limiting your options if you drop your shield or whatever for, mm-hmm. for the torch, but uh, did that they, stuff is in there. Did they talk about two at, in any way as like a separate or a? No. They like because if they're calling it the end of the trilogy, it's not like yeah. I've always been kind of afraid that they would do what? Uh, what's the Batman team again? Oh, um, well, Rocksteady did Rocksteady the main, the main did, games, right. and then right, and then like oh well, the their vision of the Batman trilogy or right, whatever. Right. I'm glad that they're not like this avowing Dark no, Souls. No, no. I mean they didn't go out of their way to reference it, but they also didn't try to distance right. distance themselves either. But uh, Sounds interesting. Yeah, you know, it, it very much looks like another Dark Souls game, but they're obviously iterating on some stuff, and it looks super nice. 2016? Um, yes, it's early 2016. Early 2016. Yeah, so okay. I, would, I would imagine about the same time. It seems like they're kind of on a one-year release schedule yeah, yeah. Uh, at this point. Uh, he mentioned he has a co-director. He's like they, they got out there and said, oh, yes, he is directing it, but he also said during the Q&A, like, yeah, they started. So they actually started, I'm trying to remember, uh, they started prototyping this game Two years ago, I believe, which would have been a year before Dark Souls Two came out. Right. So they've been working on this right. game for a year uh, plus. Uh, they started a year before Dark Souls Two shipped, so right. they've obviously splintered teams and kind of started multiple things up. So he came on uh, when the game was already in the prototype stage. Okay. Uh, so uh, he kind of started helping steer the ship at that point, uh, but. And it was, you know, it was, it was kind of admirable, I thought, for him to not, you know, stand up there and sponge up all the credit. Right, and this say, is like, my yes, game. I do. I do have a co-director who has worked on this longer than I have. Yeah, it's always that's a tough line to walk because I know there are people who say like, if, if Miyazaki isn't doing it, then it doesn't count. Right. But also, like, game development takes a lot of people, yeah. and like, and that isn't a bad thing. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, you, you don't want to you don't necessarily deify one person exactly. if you can help it because yep. there are a lot of ideas that go in the pot. Exactly. Um, I, don't think, I guess that was about it. I mean, you know, like. Yeah, like I said, it's you know it's it's nothing mind-blowingly surprising, but sounds good. Seems like some smart iteration on on the existing mechanics. Well, thank you for reporting back. Looks really nice. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna sneak in there later this week. You should. If you someone should, was like, should. I can get you in. Like, you should try to go see it. Looks good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, Brad. Yep.